And then I was like half paying attention when it started. Okay, I'll match the Hello, internet. Yeah, I'll match the background of my color to my uh, embarrassment now. I'm just yeah, like, there, there you go. go. A little bit of red faced. <laughs> hey, internet, welcome to a special Mother's Day edition of Outreach Factory. There's nothing special about it other than the fact that we are recording on Mother's Day. Tell your mom we said hi. Yeah, tell her I miss her. In a not non-problematic way. <laughs> in a non-problem. Tell her I miss her in a non-problematic way. Pretend, pretend Derek didn't make that joke and we're still on good terms and we're right. friends. <laughs> uh, but for real, shout out to all the uh, the moms and uh, future moms and moms of moms. Uh, especially my mom uh, who likes to pop in for uh, about five minutes every episode before she realizes she still can't handle Dale and I together mm-hmm. <laughs> as has been the case since we were teenagers. Uh, we are joined <laughs> today. Very efficient. Yeah, we truly have joined today by longtime friend of the pod, Jamie McDonald, AKA MD, AKA chatterless, AKA uh, the man of many faces. Jamie, what's up, man? Hey guys, thanks for having me. And thanks for stopping me from telling terrible jokes. When they shouldn't be told. <laughs> well, awesome. We're, we- we just wanted to wait until we were fully rolling to yeah, get. So uh, we got the whole joke, not just the punchline. Uh, <laughs> before we go anywhere, Jamie, I just want to say your new album is fucking awesome. Oh, man. Thank I you put, so much, dude. It's so good. I put one of the songs on my Summer Jams playlist. Oh, made yeah. the official made Summer the Jams playlist. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to tell you which song because it's a long title and I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I made them it's, all pretty, pretty It's the They're one Long Shadows on the Sand. Thank you. That's awesome. I love that's, that. That's yeah. my favorite track on the album. Not oh, to say so the cool. rest of the album should be on my summer jams, but you know how it is. Do you want to plug I- do you want to plug the album? Do you want to just plug the, the whole album right now while we're talking about it? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the album's called Nobody From Nowhere With Nothing. Um, it's by my instrumental project myself. I, I go by Chatterless. And uh, if you like instrumental music, specifically in this project, this particular style is like lo-fi synth wave. It's like a Stranger Things through a beach party, basically. Um, if you're into mm-hmm. that kind of vibe, then yeah, I recommend checking it out. And, you know, just so you don't feel like you're alone checking it out, it is growing seemingly every day and more and more yeah. people are jumping into it. So I'm humbled every day by what's happening. I, I think uh, I think if you if you were to see like the background analytics of like how many random towns and cities and countries are checking it out it's just mind-blowing so yeah i really recommend it you can listen to it anywhere where streaming is found on over 175 different streaming services so you can find me anywhere chatterless c-h-a-t-t-e-r-l-e-s-s yeah double s chatterless vaporwave and retro futurism and retro wave (laughs) and i just want to throw those other genres in there because there's so many of those specific genres but oh. i find vaporwaves a very popular one even though i hate that term because you know it reminds funny? me of vaping oh you know what's funny though is like so when i was first submitting that album for playlist submissions and stuff um i've had a lot of success with uh getting with create uh certain curators and uh mm-hmm. which has been awesome but like uh initially when i was first submitting songs to it 
um, all the synthwave guys, I was sending it to her like, this isn't synthwave, this is vaporwave. And I was like, all right, so whatever. And then I sent it to the vaporwave curators and they're like, this isn't vaporwave, this is synthwave. So I was like, I don't know what it is anymore. It's just yeah. like, if you like retro kind of, like I said, it's like Stranger Things through a beach party. If, that, if there's an episode of that, that's what it kind of sounds mm-hmm. like. That's that's so that's funny that those two said that because it's just like <laughs> guys, uh, besides you and the three people who take this that seriously, everybody <laughs> doesn't differentiate between those two genres. Yeah, straight like, up. oh synthesizers, this is cool. <laughs> straight yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I've uh I've had um yeah, I, I've actually just launched uh, the merch store. Uh, we we haven't had merch before and we just launched it yesterday. Um you can go to T Public. Dot com. Maybe I'll throw the merch link in the comments section. That would be kind of cool. Do it. Know. Yeah. We get everybody. Get your mom a T-shirt. They're pink. They come yeah. in pink. I bought a pink one. Uh, not oh. that you have to adhere to gender norms when buying your mother a Mother's Day shirt. Maybe your mom likes blue. You can fuck with that, too. Oh, that's Did true. you know that once upon a time, the gender colors were reversed and blue was for girls and pink was for boys? Is that true? Yeah, that true. Yeah. And then like some marketing person in like, I think like the 30s or something switched them. And I can't remember. There was a specific reason why they wanted blue for boys, but I can't remember. Interesting. So that's that's another nugget of information. (laughs) That I didn't <laughs> that Dale gleaned that from a uh, conspiracy theory podcast. Yeah. Oh, Alex Jones. I got some conspiracy theory podcast stuff for you guys today. Should we get into it? Do you want to uh, get into it? I don't know. When you guys sent me the topic list, I immediately started diving in. And yeah, it's a weird one this week. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> do you want a low bar? But do you want to hear what the what the conspiracy is about? What Dale's conspiracy of the week is about? Yeah. Drop yeah. it. Okay. Bill and Melinda Gates are getting unmarried, divorced, whatever. Consciously uncoupled. Yeah, they said they like it was weird. They're like, yeah, we figured out that we have put enough work into this and we're pulling off. Like they made the announcement on Twitter and they're like gave the court dates that it was starting and stuff. It was so weird. It was like so like scientific and I guess Bill Gatesy, but yeah. Uh, the conspiracy part comes in where it's like, this is pretty odd timing for those two to get divorced. What with Ghislaine Maxwell about to go up for trial. And cause Bill Gates was actually friends with uh, Epstein. And there's like quotes of him, like saying how him and Epstein were friends and they have different lifestyles or whatever. But I have to like, I made a note just so I wouldn't forget the name. So Epstein, right before he totally killed himself and wasn't murdered in his jail cell, <laughs> he he's, do you know what the last legal thing he ever he did before his unfortunate demise nodded his own hands? Divorce Melinda Gates. No. Oh. He, he <laughs> set up, he amended his will and added a backup executor. And uh, that guy's name is Mr. Nikolik. And that guy runs venture capital funds with Bill Gates. And he's the science advisor for the Bill and Melinda Foundation. Mm. 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 I mean, I mean, it's not the worst conspiracy theory I've ever heard, but like it's there's 
Yeah, there's a lot of room for gap. My my whole thing with conspiracy theories now is I don't tell you what's going on. I just tell you like the linked information that's that makes you go, huh? That's that's, that's weird. I think I that's mean, how conspiracy theories fun. They're just like, oh, yeah. connect the dots. Yeah, and then it's like it's like in high school. They all made us read Shakespeare and they're like, how do you interpret this? And now when we get like little gleams of this, you're like, how do I interpret this? And then you just build in uh, your own conspiracy theory. <laughs> and my conspiracy theory that I built is they're getting divorced to so that if Bill gets implicated in whatever Ghislaine Maxwell has to say that they get a save some of the Bill and Melinda Foundation funds by he's going to put some of the uh assets and stuff in the name of the foundation instead of his name so that they don't get like taken by the government so she can like so like in the divorce she'll get the foundation because the foundation has like i think like i looked it up it's like 40 billion dollars worth of assets or something are under the name of the foundation and then some are because he has like 131 billion dollars worth of shit so if they try to put more in the foundation, then it won't like, maybe there's like a legal thing where the court won't be able to seize it. If it's problematic. Hmm. What do you guys think? Uh, they could have done all that without getting to like, you don't have to get divorced to shift <laughs> assets around <laughs> and make them untouchable. <laughs> and if there's one thing billionaires Valid are point. good at, it's that they're really good at like squirreling away things that they don't mm -hmm. want or like setting up like, you know, shell corporations that are like four layers deep and just being like, I'm actually all my money belongs to this guy in the Cayman Islands who totally exists. Uh, so I don't, I mean, <laughs> totally I, exists. well, at that point, like, I'm just like curious about like why they bothered getting like, you're richer than God. Why bother going through a divorce? Just like buy separate homes, have an open relationship, Mm -hmm. why, they already have separate homes probably like you have so much money why why are you getting divorced what's, yeah, what's they have the, what's the point their list of assets like i was just skimming through it and he has they have like a six thousand six hundred square foot home on a lake in washington and then they have like another home worth 20 million then another home worth just one million and you're like why don't one of us live at the 20 million dollar cabin and the other one of us will live at the 10 million dollar place somewhere splitting, else splitting that one six thousand square foot <laughs> home you still have three thousand yeah. square foot i live my life in a fucking yeah. 900 square foot apartment <laughs> in like if you're listening to this in vancouver i would take three times the size of this and like never have to see my wife again not that i would want that because i love her but uh <laughs> <laughs> she's probably also watching yeah, but is... uh it's like you could like 3000 square feet is a lot of room for one human being to like not have to interact with another human being. Yeah. That's one like, house. You could give me like 2000. I'll even yeah. I'll under I'll undercut Derek. I'll settle for 2 grand. <laughs> I was just wondering if like, you know, they really, you know, like if they had like uh like a like a real split, but like an amicable split. Like if mm -hmm. if they like they're so rich and so elite that they like, you know, divide the world. They're like, oh, I get the <laughs> northern hemisphere. <laughs> Fuck you, I get northern hemisphere, and then they oh, go yeah. back and forth. Yeah, that's the kind of money you're dealing with. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I That's forgot basically... to mention he owns an island in Belize. So you don't even have to like split up one house. You'd be like, well, I'm going to the island. Don't come there when I'm there. The yeah. island. That the, makes me the island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't worry. It's not the problematic uh, Epstein Island, Little St. James or whatever. I looked it up. It's, it's called <laughs> something else. Um, oh, I also wanted to say, do you want to know the biggest sign that Bill Gates is a complete Melvin? He has a hundred thirty more. <laughs> no, this is the funniest thing I saw. So he has his assets are over one thirty four point one billion dollars. And of those assets, some of them are that are included are cars, but he only has six hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of cars. <laughs> like he doesn't. It's not even enough for a Bugatti. So this guy has all the money in the world and he's like, mm, I'll have a 1980s Porsche and maybe like a lower grade Ferrari. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't surprise me, though, because he's like a climate change guy. Like, yeah, he's not going to invest in like something that's going to go against his message. Like, imagine someone tearing him down because he has like, you know, some gas guzzler from the 70s or something like that. Like, yeah, that's true. Bugattis do have twin V8s in them, so they do yeah. burn a bit of gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like ten bucks to start the thing. It's like when he yeah. when he wants to cut loose, he takes like a nineteen seventy two fucking Ford Bronco and just like <laughs> pumps it full of diesel and goes and just fucking runs laps. And yeah, uh, yeah. like you could get <laughs> you could probably get a higher end electric car for more than six hundred fifty grand, which you should do. He you could should, probably yeah. He's some like he could probably start his own Tesla. Is like really the kind of money he has. Like you, he, he obviously could. Like he could just <laughs> rival Tesla if he wanted. I don't know why they don't actually. Could, could you imagine a fucking Microsoft te- like fucking Clippy <laughs> popping up on the fucking like? <laughs> the... <laughs> <laughs> it's like you get in a car accident and then instead of OnStar, it's Clippy pops up. It's yeah. like having some trouble and you're just like ah. <laughs> I noticed you have multiple <laughs> fractures. Is that yeah. something you're trying to work on? <laughs> Hit control. Should I call an ambulance for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're driving your car and just the blue screen comes up on the dash and you're like, uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Didn't a uh, didn't, uh, self-driving Tesla just like kill a couple dudes? Did that that happen recently, right? Yeah, that was weird because there was two guys in it. And then I, I heard one article where it was like, there's a couple in this car and they may have been doing bad stuff. Having sex in the backseat of the car while it's driving. And then uh, Elon Musk was like, that car was not in autopilot. They crashed. So somebody was saying that the way they somehow got it to drive and they were both in the back seat and they like, cause with Tesla's for it to be an autopilot, you have to keep your hand on the wheel. Otherwise it'll just like pull over or whatever. So I guess they had like something cause you, you don't have to have like a human hand on there. You just have to have something on there. Like an animal hand, a monkey's well, paw. Yeah. I think it's like it's something to do with like a low electric charge where it's like if you touch it and it breaks the electric charge, it's like the same way touch screens work. Like you don't need a warm finger. You can use like a certain type of rubber or something. So I think they had something like that on the wheel and they were both in the back doing whatever they were doing. We don't know if they were fornicating or not. And then it crashed. Um 
I just looked it up because uh, you guys were talking about it. it says mm-hmm. Tesla calls what they currently have right now their driver system, driver assist system is level two, which is not a self-driving car, but does work in the way that Dale was just describing. However, full autonomy driving is level five, level five. And uh, apparently as of two days ago, Tesla will not achieve level five autonomy in 2021. So wow, a, blessing yeah. and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably like, if we get level five, people will just fuck each other and all these cars will drive off the road and crash. Well, that's oh, like you think like when you hear self-driving cars, the like the use cases that I immediately think of are sexual driving mm-hmm. and na- napping while driving and probably mm-hmm. eating while driving. Yeah, like what and else are you going to do? That's all people well, want from self-driving cars, right? Basically, I mean, you what you want is the bus with no other people. That's what yes. you want. Like, <laughs> a private bus. Like yeah. A private bus. And then based on your luxury that you can afford, how how nice your seating situation is when that happens. Like, mm-hmm. like it is going to be kind of weird that you can jump into a pod in the near future and like, I'm going to Nova Scotia and then like have tolls prepaid ahead of time. And you just go all the way. Like, that's pretty crazy to think you just jump in there, go to sleep, watch Goodfellas three times and you're there. or something. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. weird. It'll be like a train. Yeah, man. yeah like, I, I guess that'd be cool. Like uh, you could read a book. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that isn't having sex, eating or sleeping that you would do in a car. And what? it's like maybe play on your phone. Um, what do you call? What are we gonna call? We should figure this out. What are What are we gonna call when, like, if you have sex in an airplane, it's the Mile High Club. What's mm-hmm. the name of the club when you have <laughs> Tesla sex? Let's figure that out. What's that gonna be? Uh, electric the, the Boogaloo. Miles, the The Miles Per Hour Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Hover I, Club. I, I'm, I'm really I'm, I'm thinking about this I, I want it to be good like you know like it just call it, should... it musking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well there's there's roadhead but that's specifically blowjobs while you're driving so I don't yeah. know you could call it like road club or did you yeah. guys see uh Elon on day one watch the Saturday Night Live with uh... I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in over 10 years because yeah. I don't think sketch comedy is funny Oh, get loaded. So there. That's, uh, That's a super hot take. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Have you watched I I think you should leave with uh Tim Robinson? Yes. Oh, it's great. Okay. That's that's fucking funny. But Dale. Detroiters is funnier. Detroiters is also funny. Because that's his other show that's a scripted sitcom instead of a uh sketch comedy. I did try watch Michael Che's that damn Michael Che because he got a new sketch comedy show, and it is good. And I made it through two episodes. I was like, yeah, it's really good, but it's still sketch comedy. I don't know. I, I recommend, like- uh, uh, I mean, my one of my favorite shows of all time is Mr. Show with Bob and David, which is yeah. Bob mm. Odenkirk and David Cross, which, you know, obviously both super famous in their own rights now, but mm-hmm. like back then, just some scrappy 20 year olds trying to make it happen <laughs> on HBO. Um, but I really recommend, uh, I think it's called Auntie Donna. Auntie Holy Donna. Shit. Oh, so Auntie Donna is hilarious. Yeah. Okay, I take it back. I, yeah. made it through okay. all, I, I made it all the way through Auntie Donna. But that that's because it's rad. just so crazy. It just and it was getting fun. progressively more crazy. I just, yeah, I'm, <laughs> they, hit, they tickle me right where I love it. Yeah. 
Um, have you watched the new with Bob and David? The yes. new Mister. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I started yeah. watching that too, and then I did get the same. Oh, this is this is funny, but that that's that one's cool because it has like each episode has like a overall theme to tie it all together, so it's kind of yeah. like easier to go from one sketch to the other. I actually had a chance to meet them at the uh, Mister Show reunion. Oh, show. did ya? Yeah, it was pretty cool. They they're super nice. Uh, David uh, David was definitely too cold to be standing outside and Bob said he had to go take an old man nap. <laughs> <laughs> I'd so, expect nothing less. Yeah. So it was, it was they're very nice though. They're, they're cool. It was awesome. That's good. So with Elon hosting SNL, you guys didn't get wrapped up in the, uh, the Dogecoin mania or whatever the fuck. I mean, no, but I saw it went down or something today. It, so it did because everyone like uh, you had all these people speculating that like the price was going to take off because he was going to talk about it so much during SNL. And then I didn't see it. So I don't know if he mentioned it at all, but I'm guessing he did not. And all these people who like uh, rode this fucking like meme cryptocurrency, assuming that it would just like skyrocket uh were i think probably lost a pretty significant amount of money if they bought in at the height which we do yeah. because we're like i i first invested mm-hmm. in cryptocurrency during like the first hype back in 2017 uh and it is now 4 years later and i have just just broken even on my <laughs> initial investment <laughs> and i'm, I'm like in that four years, I could have put my money into literally anything else, like a high interest savings account. And that would have given me more money uh, in, in the time it took for this to break even. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't know. You know, I'm not seeing these monumental gains that everyone else is experiencing. Uh, yeah. Is, is it still going up, though, like Bitcoin? Because everybody keeps talking about how Bitcoin's the wave of the future. And I'm still like, this doesn't make sense to me. It's just made with a computer. And it's like, they're like, and like somebody, like I've had Bitcoin try to be explained to me, like how they mine for new Bitcoins. Like you basically set up a computer and it runs a program. And then it's like, it finds Bitcoins or whatever to like help with inflation or something. And I'm like, I, I don't, I still don't get it. But uh, yeah, like Derek said, like if you were to jump on Dogecoin now, it was it's like kind of artificially inflated just because of the attention that Elon Musk has given it. Not even from just this last appearance on Saturday Night Live, but his last like couple weeks of like tweeting about it. It's kind of been pumped up a bit. So you'd have to like like it probably went down because people bought in and then saw it was like starting to lose steam and then people started selling and then it just kind of cascaded after that. What's the other, that's a huge fucking problem because you look at like Elon Musk and we saw this play out with both the Dogecoin thing and the uh, fuck GameStop thing where it's yeah. like one guy can send a tweet. One guy specifically Elon Musk can send a tweet saying that he is invested in this thing. And it just like, blows the price of it through the roof and like how open have we left ourselves to like market manipulation because all elon musk has to do now he can throw money into fucking any shitty little penny stock he finds and then tweet that he did that and Mm -hmm. all these people are going to flood in and start buying after him and boost his 
shit through the roof. And it's like, is that illegal? Should we, should this be allowed? Does Elon Mm. Musk need more money? Let's discuss that. It's funny (laughs) because it's like one of the big things that everybody was super pumped up about GameStop was it's like, it's the little guy taking control of the market back from these hedge funds who are kind of like shorting everything and fucking it over. And then Elon Musk comes along. And like Derek said, every time he tweets, whatever stock is affected. So it's like, instead of the hedge funds and those crooked pricks doing all the pump and dump schemes, it's like Elon Musk will be like, Hey, everybody, you should buy this. And then it gets pumped up and then people dump it. So it's like, they just, switched who's doing the pump and dumps to a certain extent like it's not as bad as like the weird like i don't know how you say it like shadow market trading that the hedge funds have been doing for however long i mean i just think it's crazy that like one tweet like 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 in the in wolf of wall street you couldn't take an ad out in the paper and be like, I'm doing, I'm, I'm buying this stock at this price on this day to do this, because if I do this, then you'll make money. Like you couldn't do that. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the fact that you, there's like social media now that you can do that, like Derek was saying, it's like, does like, should that be legal? It's like, probably not. And, and should, should you be able to go host a show that's been on the air for like 45 years and be like, Hey, uh, by the way, you should all invest in this cryptocurrency. Like, yeah, I'm using that, this to promote <laughs> yeah. shit yeah. that will make me money. Just but you were saying he, he yeah. didn't mention it on the show, right, Derek? Or did he? I think so. What He actually went the other way and he advised against it, which is what oh. was like he made a, mm. a statement that could be interpreted as derogatory, which uh, I mean, I, I what don't know the what statement? the purpose. Uh, what did he say? Hold up, Elon Musk. Bitcoin can suck my motherfucking Tesla dick. <laughs> wow, that was a huge uh, statement by Elon Musk. Dogecoin tumbles after Elon Musk calls it a hustle on Saturday Night Live. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, if oh, I'm if I'm correct and listening to like rap culture, isn't hustle good? Yeah, so asked, what is Dogecoin? Must replied, it's the future of currency. It's an unstoppable financial vehicle that's going to take over the world. When a show cast member asked, countered, so it's a hustle, Musk replied, yeah, it's a hustle and laughed. Uh, and then it <laughs> seemed to take a pretty substantial tumble after that. So hopefully, <laughs> if you are a uh, Dogecoin bag holder, or you managed to get out before, mm-hmm. uh, before the appearance on the show. Uh, Just to answer Dale's uh, question regarding hip hop uh, as (laughs) as the resident guy, I just want to say, you know, hustle can be interpreted as like a hardworking environment. You know, you're working for something or you can be hustled and Mm -hmm. that is the worst thing ever. And you don't want to be that like if you're in prison and you're being hustled, that's a bad situation to be in. So, yeah, the more, you know. That's uh, that's go. kind of putting it mildly. <laughs> I was just gonna make like a, well, just like an overly white person joke and be like, and now explain side hustle for me. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know that's just like a job on the side. I know yeah, that it's just part. an amazing bar. That's like that's what I would say. An amazing bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, um, dude. What a. What other topics do we have today, boys? Oh, we have lots. We kind of just like went on a 
tangent there. We started classic with Bill Gates. tangent factory. Oh uh, yeah. Are we done talking about Bill Gates? I think I've said everything about it. Are we I done mentioned. talking about rich, rich white guys? Do we got any more rich white guys? We uh, What's Jeff Bezos up to lately? Since we're talking about what people get mad about on the Internet, we'll never be done talking about rich white guys. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the odds of us being done probably low. <clears throat> Speaking of rich white guys, how about Jeff Love Portnoy? There you, go. Mm, there you go. There's a segue. Or Dave, Dave Portnoy. What did I say? Jeff. Jeff. Which is uh, also a very rich white guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know a couple white Jeffs that kind of wish they were rich. Um, white Jeff. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. Did you guys you hear what happened down? with Portnoy? Mm, no, First but I know he, he's an First asshole. For the, for the people that may not know, who is he? Dave Portnoy is the founder of what's it called? Um, Barstool Sports. Barstool sports and he started it as he was on a podcast i was listening to i think he was on like uh Joe Bill podcast, podcast. no yeah, whatever not <laughs> whatever <Joe Rogan>. <laughs> we almost made an episode without talking about joe rogan Derek. Well, no we will never <laughs> okay so it was on the bill burt podcast they had him on and i think he started it as like it was pre-internet and it was like something to do with gambling it was like the uh, it was like a little like zine or something that would like it was like a magazine that had like gambling, either like odds and stuff in it. And then he got famous and then he started Barstool Sports, which is like it has like a whole bunch of stuff like there's the Spit and Chicklets podcast. There's the Call Her Daddy podcast. And then there's also like it's still heavily into like gambling and shit. Pardon my take. They have a gambling site. He's like yeah. he's become this like new media mogul uh and you know in my personal opinion the guy's pretty much like just a general he's a douchebag of shit yeah he's a douchebag but like if you ask me douchebag if you ask me to explain toxic masculinity by referring to a fandom i would say anyone who is a fan of barstool sports and we see this play out (laughs) online all the time because and like i like a couple of their podcasts i i like listen to pardon my take religiously uh i a lot of the shit they put out is like good but uh they're also just like barstool fans or people who identify as barstool fans are just uh shitty shitty people sorry andrea had a wasp Andrea Told. had a wasp and she just screamed and <laughs> slammed a door. So I was just, I, I thought she was in real trouble and not did just she, like, I'm a girl. Did you get it? Did she did get, you the get wasp? it? Do you need me to go handle this? Is it Dave Portnoy? Is he? Is, <laughs> is he Dave listening? Portnoy in there? Is this like a white Anglo Saxon Protestant in there mm-hmm. with you? Yeah, it's a real I'll wasp. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a real throw him wasp. out the window. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, great yeah the way uh, like derek said it good but the way i see dave portnoy is like if you imagine every like frat boy douchebag who's in school with his dad's money but it's his own money that's what he's in like the, when he was on that podcast i was talking about he was like bragging about all the girls he sleeps with and i was like is this guy in his 20s like he talks like he's 23 <laughs> and like has access to his dad's car and boat for the weekend. Like that's the type of personality he is. You know, just side note, 
uh, Jeff Portnoy happens to be the heroin addicted comedy actor uh, that Jack Black portrays in uh, Tropic Thunder. Oh, there you go. All right. Do you think that was on purpose? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was actually before Dave Portnoy's time. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. But just, I looked up Jeff Portnoy just to be like, hmm, who is that? There you go. <laughs> who is, oh, I, I have heard that name before. Yeah. So uh, um, the reason. So what's the Dave story with Portnoy's, Dave Portnoy? The reason no. he's in the news is the magazine um, N, which is out of nantucket so uh, i'm trying to figure out if this is just like a glossy magazine for the people who live in nantucket but anyways he was featured on the cover and then other people who live in nantucket were like why is this douchebag on the cover and then n magazine released an apology and then <laughs> Dave Portnoy called them pussies. <laughs> On one hand, I kind of like how he just like when um, a newspaper organization or like an, a magazine is like puts him on the cover because he's a rich guy who lives in Nantucket. And then they like apologize for putting him on the cover. Like they're just like trying to like dance the knot offending anybody and he's like what are you guys pussies what are you doing and it's like i don't know it's like you don't like him but it's kind of funny that he's calling out the magazine for like he probably shouldn't have called the pussies he should have been like stop being cowards and stick up for the decisions you've made I, it's just that like i don't know maybe as a like as a wordsmith you can you can take so many different routes there it's like mm. he could have easily rather than just being like you guys are pussies he could have been like, um, you know, that's a real shame that you uh, are apologizing for having me on the cover. I really was under the impression that you and your fine city had great taste. Do you want to hear what his Dude, more verbose? Yeah, his oh. more verbose uh, insult was he um, he took a statement out on page six. And he called the magazine <laughs> spineless jellyfish who are held hostage by the whims of the vocal minority, wow. which is. Spineless jellyfish is better than pussy. Dude, you have enough podcast people involved in your life. You, that was the best you could do. That's fucking yeah. awful, man. That's yeah, you literally employ a fucking army of writers. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's really, really. That sounds like he Trump tweeted that from his toilet at like 3 a.m. Yeah, like, that's exactly. Like, Johnson, take a note. Like, that's what it sounds like. It's really it's like, bad. Spy this jellyfish. This slaps. Oh, man. And then he also <laughs> said <slaps>. anybody <laughs> anybody who doesn't like him could go fuck themselves. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he seems like a great upstanding guy, you know. Yeah, Obviously, definitely. his success has put him in a in an interesting bubble and sphere of thought. Yeah. That sounds like a great guy to hang out with. Sounds like he's just nailing the lady. So, uh <laughs> Yeah, what a great guy, you know? That's awesome. I mean, anybody who's complaining that the media is getting too PC and they're too woke and everything, this is what you end up with if you don't go that way. And he's like, um, shit, I just forgot. Like, uh, He's a cautionary tale of what happens when you don't pay attention to the mood of the media in general, the way it's going. It's one thing to be like, totally led by your nose by like other people's you know thoughts and feelings and mm -hmm. it's another thing to appreciate them and like form your opinion in a in a respectful way like and 
clearly he hasn't done either of those things. So he's, he's just like <laughs> lashing out. Just like, how dare you take me off the, by the way, the end probably has a circulation of like 400. Like yeah. Probably... yeah. Or they did until this, and now they're getting the Streisand effect yeah. and like, uh, yeah, exactly. Dude, yeah. End. Like how many more clicks did they get this week because of the, the feud yeah. between them? Like, Oh yeah. You're, you're the fourth rated in-flight magazine on Southwest air. <laughs> like fuck <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah it's ri- and like portnoy is like he's just a fucking example of like what happens when you make too much money as a frat boy and are just like never forced to grow up like the guy is famous yeah. for his fucking feuds and beefs and he's always got to be at it with someone and he's famous for like weaponizing his twitter followers if you go look at n magazine's twitter feed right now it's like they're just tweeting like Mm-hmm. random shit about their magazine and every fucking tweet is like flooded with hundreds of replies from like barstool idiots uh telling them how shitty their publication is and it's like, like what the fuck is the point of this yeah. like honestly what they're um, not they're not gonna print a retraction <laughs> like you're really why would you go through so much effort to just like prove to the world that you're a fucking douchebag why not just uh, he did know. Nantucket douche spotters an Instagram account did name him the biggest douche of 2021. Yeah. It's only May. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they can already safely hand it out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd be impressed by somebody beating this to become douche of the year. <laughs> That's great. It's like yeah. McDavid level or like just hand it to him. Yeah. Like, just give it. <laughs> this is the yeah. equivalent of scoring a hundred points in fucking 50, yeah. whatever games. He That's has great. his own podcast called the Dave Portnoy show. And he called them losers, snowflakes and goat farmers. Which mm. sounds, I don't know if that's Nantucket, supposed man. to be like racist or no, if that's that just, just sounds calling like, like dirt farmers classist. or. Yeah, no, he's just yeah. classist. He's Ooh, just like, classist. you're goat farmers. Fucking, yeah. you, you don't have any money. How dare you have an opinion? Like that kind of shit. Dude, you know how oh. like sad that is? Like just, <laughs> I just said you're thinking about like how, like you, you have so much you can do anything you have the platform yeah. and the ears of so many people and this is what you're doing with it like, yeah talk you about can like make blowing it. positive fucking impact in the in the world like if yeah. every fucking stoolie was doing something like donating uh 10 bucks to the covid vaccination plan in, in india or something or like mm-hmm. fucking like donating to your local food bank or doing like just something that has a net positive effect on the world instead of mobilizing them against end magazine because they said something mean about yeah. you. And that goes for any level of celebrity. Like if, if you have like a platform, it's like, it's a very balanced thing. Like you can't, you also can't be so up your own ass that like someone like Ricky Gervais can go after you very easily at the golden <laughs> globes and be like, don't fucking preach to me when you're doing a, B and C, you know, like you, but at the same time, like it's very clear that like you're a media mogul, you have access to like he could drop in on any of those podcasts and they'd have to be like, okay, like what what could they say? They'd just be like, okay, our distribution boss is like here. What can we say? Like, <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. So he could jump tap into so many different markets and just be like, hey, you know what? I uh, made a mistake and I shouldn't have done that. And Nantucket's a great place. And uh, the end magazine, you know what? I, I don't agree with the fact they took me off, but uh, I, I can understand it. And uh, hopefully next time they invite me, there's better craft services or something. I don't know. Like you could just, you could totally be a good guy about it, but 
maybe that's just not the way he was raised. Maybe that's just what it comes down to. Yeah, I don't think they even took him off. They just like sent it out. And then after the fact, they apologized for it. They're like, we're sorry we put it on. And like, that's all it's all is like they apologize for having him on the cover after they got so much feet like negative feedback from the people who like, I guess, subscribe to the magazine. But the funniest thing or not the funniest, but like yet another example of him not handling the situation well was as a petulant child, he said um, he should buy the magazine and put it out of business, but he doesn't want to make the loser, i.e. the guy who owns it, I guess, rich. So he's like, I could buy that magazine, but I don't want to make the guy who owns it rich. And it's like, <laughs> what? okay. Then so don't. what is that? So that's just some <laughs> empty threat. It's just like some lack of like intelligence. Just yeah. like, okay, so what are you saying? You're, you're saying you could do something, but that's like the equivalent of my dad can beat up your dad. That's like the yeah. stupidest fucking thing. <laughs> It's It's like this guy's like, it's like he's 23 and he just like had a flame up. Like somebody called him on his bullshit and he like couldn't handle it. And he flipped out. You know what? My only, my only knowledge of this guy prior to today uh, was I watched a series of depositions because like I'm an idiot and I watch dumb stuff. And like one of the, one of the things I watched was his deposition and uh, I forget who he was being sued by. But he was a dick the whole time. And like <laughs> most of the time in depositions, you are a dick so that you don't get locked into a story. Um, yeah. But, but like this guy, particularly, I was watching, I was like, oh, he doesn't have to act too hard, like at all. Like I remember watching Justin Bieber <laughs> do his and, and they were like, would you say Usher was instrumental in your career in in finding you in your career? And then Bieber was like, I would say I was instrumental in my career and he's like so you don't think you usher had anything to do with it and he's like who's usher and it's like that kind of thing and like, i was like okay so it's like mind games but then i was watching Fortnite yeah. do it and i was like oh you're just you're kind of sassy you're just kind of a dick i don't know it's not the uh, best guy to hang out with my wife who loves to fact check us in in real time did point out that dave portnoy uh and the barstool fund raised 39 million dollars for uh, restaurants and small businesses during the the early days of COVID. So, uh, you know, no, he's still a subhuman piece of shit, but he did do one redeeming thing in his life. Yeah, so, I, I think that was actually the reason he was on the cover of Nantucket at the end magazine was because of that fund. But then he was like, it was like weird because like in the story, they were saying that that was the reason he was on the cover. And then he was like, no, these guys are liars. They did this shoot before that happened or whatever. And it's like, what? Like you should have uh, took like, that was like a life raft that they threw and be like, yo, you did this good thing. And he was like, no, this shoot was before I did that. That's not what it's from. So I don't know. I just want to say that like, I have a size 11 shoe and it's, it's straight in my mouth right now then for that $39 million. <laughs> I feel like an asshole now. I'm just I don't laying think- into him. I don't think he took 39 of his own million dollars and was like, here, he was like, I should set up a fund. Then other people can give money. So it's like, on one hand, he's a good guy for setting up this fund, but on the other hand, he shouldn't get all the praise for the $39 million. I mean, unless it was his out of his bank account. No, but it was also like, you know, from barstool fans who, uh, 
I just spent a lot of time shitting on saying there. So, you know, even <laughs> even a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> like, yeah. Apparently some very broken people can uh, can pull together to accomplish some good things. Just imagine like doing that all the time. Just yeah, just make that your brand now. It's like, yeah. oh, Barstool fans will forever be known as good people who accomplish good things instead of shitheads who troll people on Twitter and yell at women and, uh, you know, just are, are generally shitty to, uh, to everyone all the time. Okay. So I, I pulled up the actual article because that Nantucket wrote, cause I was before that I was looking at an article that was talking about it. So this is on nmagazine.com and the article is called rebel with a cause. <laughs> so it was like on December 11th, Portnoy, Portnoy directed his ire towards politician in New York City who had just reinstated harsh COVID-19 restrictions on restaurant that Portnoy argued would do more to destroy small businesses than destroy the coronavirus. Like many of his social media posts, the three and a half minute video went viral, reaching more than five million people, including businessman and CNBC host Marcus Lamonis. That's probably not pronounced correct. Nope. <laughs> and who shot put your money where his mouth is. And then, um, okay. He pledged $500,000 of his own money. So like Jamie said before, I got to put my foot in my mouth because he did go to his own bank account. And then um, I'm trying to see where all the money came from. I mean, you could always just read the article. I mean, this isn't <laughs> read what a different. We are? Yeah. <laughs> you think we're going to do the research? Yeah. Welcome no. to read an article factory where I go online and I read you an article. <laughs> and that's all the time we have today, folks, for Outrage Factory. <laughs> it's great. All right, yeah. Dale. What else? What else we got to talk about? Uh, do you guys remember the Noid? He's back. Oh, man. Avoid the Noid. He ruins pizzas. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, in the 80s, Domino's had a, um, it was weird because a way to like, how did they say it? It was like, so this, in the 80s, they just started like de um, delivering pizzas and stuff. And everybody was complaining. This was like back in the 80s when every single person smoked. So it was like people were getting the pizzas at their house and it just smelled like cigarette smoke because the <laughs> delivery guy was like chain smoking in the car. <laughs> chain so, smoking in his car. Yeah. Yeah. As one as does. A, as, yeah. As you do. So what Domino's did was they came up with the idea that it wasn't their piece of shit delivery drivers who were like blowing smoke all over the box. It was this uh, villain called the Noid and he would ruin pizzas like and like in the commercials and stuff, he would make them cold and he would like cause the drivers to get lost with antics and stuff. So it was basically like a kind of roundabout way saying like, it's not our fault, our driver's fault. It's this like make-believe thing we just made up. So blame it. And then it kind of just went away after, I guess people just didn't care anymore. And now they're bringing it back. Do you guys remember the Noid? I do. Um, I do. Yeah. And, and yeah. not in like the, like I, when I think of it, I think of it in the same way that I think of like spot from like seven up. Oh, I like, love spot and Fido's yeah. Fido. 
If Fido, yeah. Oh wait, Fido, Fido Dido. Dido was before. Was that before or after Spock? Because I was another seven eleven seven up guy. That was seven. I think up, it was. Right? Yeah. yeah, I think it was before because Spot was the little red dot and it had sunglasses, and it was the '80s, so that's how you knew it was cool. Yeah, because that actually had a video game. Like I can't even believe that that's well. A that's real the like the noid same thing, right? Like this is back yeah. in like the '80s and '90s. There was a period where like branding and advertising was like so powerful it was like these like fucking just these mascots for chains were like spun out into their own properties and like yeah you'd have video games you'd have what was another one there was uh chester cheetah Fuck. yeah like the, uh, yeah. chester cheeto super nintendo chester cheeto no yeah. chester che- cheetah wasn't his name i know it's che- he's no. a cheetah his he's name's cheetah. chester Okay, well, but he was four Cheetos. But yeah, he had a video game. Um, oh, it's kind of apt that you brought up this whole video game thing organically, Derek, because the Noid is going to appear in a video game. The uh, new Crash Bandicoot game that's coming out is going to feature the Noid. Cool. So they're yeah. really excited. I mean, <laughs> that, that'll I get know. the Gen Z Zoomers just buzzing. Crash like, Bandicoot. Oh, of all oh, the yeah. shit they were going <laughs> to reboot geez. from fucking the 80s and 90s, like the Noid was the thing they, they led with first. Yeah. We, oh, like, there's been uh, there's been rumors that McPizza is, might be coming back because they... Oh, my God. Or, I mean, it's just rumors at this point. They sent a tweet on... Uh, Don't fucking toy with me. On Twitter last week, and they were like, on certain date, we're bringing something back or announcing something, and they were like, guess what's in the box... What's in the box? Yeah, if it's if reference. it's not uh, mandarin orange <laughs> milkshakes or head. pizza, <laughs> they just give you Gwyneth Paltrow's head. There's like, there's no more goop. That's our present to the world. We yeah, killed very, Gwyneth Paltrow. Very dark question, McDonald. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of people, joke. a lot of people are guessing that uh, that it might be the return of McPizza. Uh, oh, I'm gonna guess man. no because like they did. You couldn't just like be like, oh, we're bringing pizza back. They'd have to like bring the pizza ovens back into McDonald's. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, someone probably would have said something if they were like, yo, we're getting a pizza oven in our McDonald's. Well, so. are you on the McDonald's DL? Like they could have probably am, yeah. did that. And I, I would have never have known. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are they you following me. them? Oh, <laughs> they tell me. Uh, remember that whole thing I explained about the cigarette smoke and the drivers and stuff? Yeah. The mm-hmm. reason they pointed that out was because this is the Noid coming back is to coincide with Domino releasing driverless cars to deliver the pizza. So I guess like what they said before, like this is class five automatic driving, but it's not for people. It's just to put these pizzas and then everybody's going to target these and smash them and take the pizza. Well, so I was like, so when, some of these pizza delivery vehicles murder <laughs> pedestrians because mm-hmm. they're autonomous vehicles. They can just be like, well, the Noid did it. <laughs> up to no good again. <laughs> I was actually thinking the opposite, like pedestrians were going to murder these driverless cars. Did you ever hear about the hitchhiking robot? So yeah. there's this, oh yeah, hitch. <laughs> yeah, he like went all the way across Canada, all the way to across Europe, and then when he got to the states, within two days, it was destroyed, dismantled, and found. Dude, in a when, ditch. when he when he got to Philly, 
that's what happened. That is what, and I never hesitate to like mention it oh, to Kate man. or her family. It's like this. That's so funny. Symbol of robotic goodwill made it to Philadelphia. And then there it was just like, had the shit kicked out of it and was left in the ditch to die, which is the perfect <laughs> metaphor for Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got to say, the Noid always kind of annoyed me. Like straight up. Uh, nice. I, I hated it. For, I did. I didn't like it as a kid. I was like, what is this thing? Do you guys want to hear something interesting that I learned in the past 10 seconds of doing uh, doing research? Deep yeah. research. Yep. On January 30th, 1989, Kenneth Lamar Noid, a mentally ill man who thought the ad campaign was a personal attack on himself, entered a Domino's restaurant armed with a 357 Magnum and held two employees hostage for over five hours. Uh, after telling the employees that Domino's owner had stolen his name, he forced them to call Domino's headquarters and demand $100,000 and a white limousine as getaway transportation. Uh, Noid eventually became hungry and forced the employees to make him two special pizzas. While he ate the pizzas with his gun in his lap, the hostages escaped and he surrendered to police shortly after. This incident has been insinuated to have caused Domino's Pizza to discontinue advertising using the Noid as their mascot. Uh, but they. Did I not. love that if you didn't know <laughs> the story happened in the eighties, they he demanded a white limo. Is there anything <laughs> more eighties than that? Yeah, <laughs> white limousines. Like, make me two pizzas and give me a white limo. And like, it's like we get some, yeah, white limo with some vaporwave on the the stereo. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Yeah, you put um. I just drew a blank. I was going to say, uh, oh, Billy Idol. <laughs> Billy Idol yeah. in a white limo. <laughs> We're going to tear this town down. Also with a revolver. <laughs> like, there's no, like, semi-automatic. Like, nowadays. Yeah, it's, nothing. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, like, basically the dirty, hairy gun. <laughs> yeah. <straight Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. That's a crazy story, dude. So, like. Yeah. Just I because they he, had the name. The noise. I wonder how he came about deciding that it was a hundred grand that he was owed i mean yeah for like maybe that was the going rate for likeness rights to mentally unwell men <laughs> in the 80s like i don't i don't know the dollar uh, was strong back then you know it was good <laughs> i wonder what that would be like in today's work. money wait here I, i'm going to like dale's um, gonna calculate it i want oh yeah inflation calculator I'm going to guess. I'm going to say it's like $353,000. Okay, wait. So in, this was what, 1989? Yeah. Uh, Yes, 89. January, January 89. Yeah, specifically before. (laughs) Before inflation really took over. Okay, that would be $213,000 today. Oh, Oh, all right. Okay, not that much. Still like. If you're going to ruin your life by taking hostages, that doesn't seem like that much money. That is a weird figure. Yeah. He definitely was like, what can I ask for that I think they will give me? Like, what's reasonable? <laughs> and also, yeah. The limousine yeah, was probably limousine. the most difficult part. Yeah, <laughs> They're like, we would, we would have given you the money, but we couldn't come yeah. up with the limousine in time. So <laughs> yeah. we, we weren't even going to press out. charges. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Does it have gold chrome and black leather trim on the inside? <laughs> okay, can we talk about this dicks thing? My my son's getting dropped off in like five minutes. So let's let's talk about dicks before I gotta go. 
Good. Okay, let's just refrain from saying dicks and your son in the same <laughs> sentence for future reference. <laughs> Can we talk about dicks? Yeah, I was going to say, if uh, a good segue for this would be like speaking how the Noid ruins pizzas. This guy ruins potholes by driving, drawing dicks around them. And this guy's like my personal hero. So I'm going to... The New Zealand. Wait. Is Oh, yeah. Sorry, this this story also mentions Domino's Pizza, and I like my brain just stopped because it's like, did I click on the right thing? Am I reading more about the Noid? But it was like <laughs> Domino's Pizza actually had this thing where they were for a while they were filling potholes, and then they're spray painting their logo on the pothole that they fixed after um, in Oakland, I think. Oh no, wait, yeah. Well, in Oakland, somebody was like filling the potholes. Anyways, <laughs> after all that word salad, like Derek said, in New Zealand, Jeff Upson, a 30-year-old handyman and self-professed road safety campaigner, um, started spray painting neon green penises around potholes in the highway so that, I guess, the road construction crews or the government couldn't really um, ignore them anymore because they would have to go get rid of the penises because I guess you don't want to just have penises in public. I do got to say though, his penises aren't that great. Like they're just one oval and two little circles. Like this guy has no pride. There's no vein. There's no hair. (laughs) There's there's no throb to it. That's for sure. But like it, like in scale, like, you know, like it's not like it's uh, like a small one. He has to do it like on pavement over the span of like six feet sometimes or something like that. Like that's a pretty intense <laughs> drawing, you know? That's ambitious. Yeah. This is uh, such a fucking genius. I like for real, if you live in a city and there's infrastructure not being taken care of at a rate that you are happy with, just go paint dicks like as graphic as possible. Paint graphic dicks on whatever Veins. you want fixed. That fucking the little lip on the the seam underneath the head. We'll be draw, yeah. We'll be hosting a live uh, masterclass next week where Dale <laughs> himself will teach you how to draw photorealistic penises. Uh, Spoiler on, alert! It's puddles. all in the shading. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you gotta if you're doing this and. Cities are sending crews out to like clean up the dick graffiti, but they're not patching the pothole. There's no excuse for that. Yeah. Like they, they basically have to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, it's, that's it's my take genius. on it. You're it's, right. Yeah, it's, it's really smart. fucking smart. I yeah. think it's like a safety thing. Whereas once, like once the city knows about a problem, they have to fix it. So it is like Derek said, it's genius because they'll come out, they'll see it and they'll be like, Great. Now we have to fix these potholes. So I think everybody should start doing this. Like if you see some potholes that aren't getting fixed, just start drawing penises around them and just don't put it on social media because you could get charged for vandalism. Petty dick work. (laughs) Petty dick work. (laughs) Depending on the the size that you draw, it's petty. That's what it would be. Yeah. Unless you... Yeah, if you attend Dale's uh, penis drawing masterclass next week, you'll be ele- you'll be able to elevate those charges from petty to felony. Uh, that's how graphic <laughs> his dicks are. 
So make sure you don't miss it. Uh, apparently the guy who lives in New Zealand, he is getting charged. They are charging him with the cost of removing the dicks. Uh, but I say all like, we should start a Kickstarter for this guy or uh, go fund me and raise the money for, for him. What, what he, what we should do is make Portnoy start a fund and be like, <laughs> you think I'm a dick? I'm trying to get rid of dicks. Yeah. That's what we should do. We should that is, that, that is a fucking brilliant idea. Uh, we should, yeah, let's, let's reach out. Let's connect them, put them in touch, make it happen. The anti-dick dickhead fund. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Dale, your your uh, girlfriend's popping off in the comments about you dying. Uh, I don't know what that's what? all about, but what? Oh, I haven't I haven't read any of these. I've been paying paying attention. She's to saying the, when uh... when you die, every time you see penis graffiti, she'll feel sad because you're not around to appreciate it. <laughs> That's a very morbid comment to make. Uh, it's <laughs> sweet. It means that have... whenever she sees a penis spray painted outside, she thinks of me. Yeah, the when you die, to me, suggests that she's already thinking about you dying. I'm surprised she hasn't killed me already. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I'm living on gracious borrowed time at this point. <laughs> um, but I got to run pretty quick. But before we do that, Jamie, as you know, we always like to ask our guests, what's what's got you heated or outraged or even just a little bit perturbed this week? Uh, what's bugging you, man? Uh, I'm uh, I'm not the biggest fan of uh, cereal and people making me feel bad that I don't like it. So how about that? <laughs> Wait, Wait, like, like all cereal? cereal? All cereal. Yeah, that's a big reveal. There you that's, go. Okay. I, Let's so that's get also a very this. broad. Yeah. yeah. See, now I have questions because cereal is like there's so many there's so many options out there. Yeah. And just See, like now, throughout your entire life, you've never yeah, found now, a cereal that you liked. Well, you no. Know, it's well, it's it's like I've taken hold of that trunk, that root, and I've just ripped it right out. There's no reason to have any of it. There's no varieties. It's like, I just don't like any all fucking cereal. Like but, you don't like the taste or it's something to do with how much carbs are in it. I mean, I could probably build an argument around that, but the truth is if you consume it around me, mm-hmm. I, I don't like you. Is it? Oh, is wow. it like that thing where like when people eat cereal, it's like obnoxiously loud and you can't handle it. Because that's, that that's part of it. <laughs> that might not be that you hate cereal. It's like there's this thing where it's like it's like it's like a phobia. It's kind of like a phobia. Mi- misof- misophonia. Yeah. And it's like yeah. it's weirdly like as soon as you hear someone eating or chewing or clicking a pen or tapping something, it just like it has this like weird flight or flight response where it just makes you really angry. And so cereal is like, not ah. something cereal is not something that people eat. Quiet. No, I, I've never no. heard of that before, but I'm definitely the cause of that for a lot of people. That's <laughs> guaranteed. It's but like this, this is the cereal, opposite though, of ASMR. Though, like, yeah, it's, it's the, it is the opposite of ASMR. It's <laughs> it's annoying. But like, yeah, I just never liked it. I've never been into it. Never. Not once. Not even like as a kid. Like, I, okay. I think I tried one time and I was just like, push the bowl away. Like, it's not for me. You knew from an early age. Do you not yeah. like crunchy things? How about potato chips? So okay, oh, I, love pota- I love potato chips. Yeah. Okay, so it's what, not the texture. What's the your what's your go to for breakfast? What do you do? I'm do a, a big, co- black coffee, coffee. cigarettes. <laughs> I'm a big fan of 
Jack Daniels and fasting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm growing up. I was always just like a jam and toast kind of guy. That's that's what I was. My mom's right. from London, so or England at least. So yeah, respect. Okay. So what about like hot cereals like oatmeal? No, definitely not. Definitely. Uh, huh. So it's like <laughs> I was like, how about pancakes? Oh, a huge pancakes fan. are not cereal. Okay. I know. I'm trying to see which breakfast foods are acceptable and which are not. How about waffles? That's like a pancake cereal because of the crunch. Now, I don't really know that. And you might be ruining it for me, but I love waffles. That's it. So uh, toast is yeah. actually the cereal of bread. Oh, no. Don't say that. <laughs> what? Okay. It might be like the the aspect of eating it in milk. Do you like the taste of milk? I used to really love milk, but I, I pretty mm-hmm. much gave it up like about 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah it's, like, it's weird because adults like usually only story? eat milk and cereal. Yeah. Yeah, like a story, but you were like, I'll never drink milk again. Yeah, (laughs) I was, I realized that I was like, I was gaining like two pounds, three pounds a year (laughs) that I just couldn't get rid of. And I was like, what is this? And it's like, oh, you're not supposed to eat dairy beyond five. Like, (laughs) so I stopped. Okay. All right. Like, yeah. I like how I, I, I like how he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm mad about people giving me shit about not liking cereal," and then we proceeded to do that <laughs> for five. Yeah, dude. Minutes. I went on a hike. I went on a random hike yesterday, and yeah. uh, it was like, you know, it was getting the third degree the whole time. They're like, "What do you mean you don't like cereal?" And I was like, "It's not like I could leave the hike." You know what I mean? I got, it's like, oh yeah, we're in a group, and some of it was single file, like so I couldn't like piece <laughs> out. You know, like, it was pretty bad. Like, so, so they, like, yeah, this is like your hike yesterday. So what about granola? No, never. What about no. dry trail mix? Like eating as a snack while you're hiking instead of, is that how this all came up? They wanted you to eat trail mix. Yeah, actually. And <laughs> that that's a block and delete right away for what sure. Is, oh, wow. Checks mix. Okay, yeah. boys, I got to run. Jamie, it's been uh, awesome catching up with you. Uh, to people listening, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Herder and to uh, all the moms. Thanks again for being moms. Mom? Still, there's some the moms in the comments. What's <laughs> up, moms? <laughs> the moms. <laughs> Jamie, hey. thanks again. We'll catch up Bye soon. There. I'll I'll leave it to you guys to uh, close this one out. Thanks, yeah, guys. We're, See you soon. We're not done talking about cereal. Yeah, no, keep going. <laughs> I can't wait to learn more. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Okay. Uh, I think you've answered most of my questions about cereal because mm-hmm. if you don't like oatmeal, that right. pretty much covers all other hot, um, hot breakfast breakfasts. I mean, it's not, I don't know. It's like, I'm always like, you're okay. Not liking stuff. Like, I'm not going to be like, I can't believe you don't like it. But m- me personally, I just want to know if there's like a dramatic reason, like, you were crying and your mom ate, made you eat c- cereal when you were like four. And now it's just like a subconscious no. mental block on it. Or no, and, I, and, and I can't just exactly, you know, even if that was the case out my mother on mother's day, under the bus on mother's day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, happy birthday, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Uh, um, yeah. That is what it is. 
but what about, I don't, there is no reason. I just, I've never, I've never had the proclivity to it, but I'll tell you what, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you get hung over when you drink? Uh, yes. Okay. I never get hung over and I don't what? eat cereal. So correlation. <laughs> yes. There you go. Maybe. That's Maybe if I, I stop eating cereal, I won't get uh, hung over anymore. I don't eat actually much cereal. What I do. Okay. I'm going to explain to you what I have is like on my first break at work. And you tell me if you're okay with it. Okay. Go ahead. So I take granola and I'm a bit out. of cereal and I put it in a bowl and then I mix it with like non-flavored yogurt. And then mm-hmm. I put fruit on top. And then when I get to work, I nuke it. So it's this like yogurty, but it's all like mush, but it's, it's better than that. Would you eat that? Mm, all of what you describe yeah. would cause a fight if I had to come across it. I'd be like, what's going on here? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard, hard out. I'd be like, <laughs> okay. no. What about apple crumble? Um, now, you know what? I've had apple crumble. It wasn't my favorite, but I tried mm-hmm. it and uh, it was okay. Okay. So the line is apple crumble and anything more close to cereal on the side of apple crumble is a no. That's right. And <laughs> let me be clear. All cereal, like all of it. That's fine. That's weird. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't eat cereal that much. Except for what I just described that I eat every day, but like just like cereal and milk and then eat it. I haven't eaten that in years, but I always thought it was like it was a good go to snack, like it because it was so fast and easy. But what about chips and salsa? Oh, I love chips and salsa. Okay. Who, who doesn't? No, <laughs> That's what you're probably thinking about. When you're like, who doesn't like cereal? I was like, yeah. yeah, no, I don't know. It's like it's like on one hand, you're like, who doesn't like cereal? But on the other hand, you're like, I mean, if you don't like cereal, that's fine. Well, what do you not like? Uh, what is it that you, that makes you say, oh, no, I, I don't like I don't beets. Like I don't like beets. Beets. Yeah. Okay, look, I'm not the biggest beet fan either, you know. But. <laughs> yeah. It's just because they taste like dirt. And it's like, it's a weird thing. It's like, because my girlfriend likes beets. So she'll be like, hey, do you want these beets? I'm like, nah. And then it's like weird because even if I eat like those like new hippie like beet chips, it's still like it just it, I don't know if it's like a palate thing for me or if it's just like tastes different to other people, but it just tastes like dirt. Yeah. Other than that, like there's no kind of genre of food that I just <laughs> I'm not into. <laughs> I scratch the whole genre. Yeah, yeah. like if you, unless you've completely rearranged your social life around it at least once. That's what I call like complete hate. Like, cause I'm, that's where I'm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Awful. No, my mother cooked with too many onions, but that's just like, I hate when people use onion as a vegetable instead of like a spice. So, like, mm. when people put onion instead of like peppers, like they put that many, like instead of like a bell pepper, they put that much onion in instead of like how much garlic you would put in. Instead of like using it, using it as a vegetable instead of a flavor. I hate that, but no, I mean, there's food that I don't really like, but there's nothing like you said that I get in fights over or like (laughs) (laughs) had to like have a big dramatic uh, thing about it with people. Yeah, no. One time uh, one of my roommates 
decided it'd be funny to put a box of cereal outside my door. So when I woke up, it was the first thing I saw when I opened my door and yeah. uh, I kicked it as hard as I could. And it went everywhere. And I believe he picked it up because I was like, the fucking consequences of what you did. <laughs> like that happened. So, and I'm, I'm not a dick, but I'm just yeah. like, that happened. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's funny that he did that, but it is his own fault. So he should have to pick it all up because it's like, yeah. if you don't like the sight of a cereal box, there's no way you're going to be able to like pick it up. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I, I'm just like, I'm out. Like I was so done. <laughs> <laughs> what about popcorn? Very rarely, like once every, like maybe seven years. Yeah. Like a, I'm just like a locust. Oh, nice. I'm just trying to get to like what would be similar to cereal, but it's not cereal. Like yeah, nuts, I, like no. snack food with the loose snack food with the hands. No, there's mm. something about small things. I don't I don't know what the fuck it is, man, but like I'm, I'm not into it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like it it might be like a texture thing, like just the way it's small and it's in your mouth. Like um, you said, you like chips, but do you know what those shoestring potatoes are? Like those hickory sticks? Yeah. Yeah. Those little ones. Are you okay with eating those? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about like party mix? Like that stuff that's like pretzels, checks. Oh, hoops. no. No. Okay. No. <laughs> What about pork rides? <laughs> this is just like <laughs> no. this is what this is now. Dale just names random foods and you yeah. say if you'd eat them. This or is a not. whole other podcast. Derek's gonna come <laughs> back and be like, so you just ruined the show with uh ten thousand questions about what he doesn't like. <laughs> this this is what we'll do next time. We'll do a drick dick drawing session and we'll talk about the foods you like and don't like. That's great. <laughs> We can we can wrap up today's episode by saying like we're gonna draw Elon Musk's dick on yeah. a Tesla while we throw Dogecoin at it. <laughs> oh, how do you think Elon Musk has a weird dick? Is that because I just want to pretend he does so I feel better about myself because he's so rich and famous and he kind of has everything going for him that if he has a terrible penis it'll somehow make me feel better about myself. Here's what I say because I don't know the guy. Yeah, obviously. But like what what I would say is this. I think he has to have something weird going on because you don't make that much money mm -hmm. unless you do. That's the only thing. Like, look at Bill Gates. He's kind of a weird looking fuck, right? Like he's, he's <laughs> he knows it. There's no yeah. sense lying about it. He knows mm -hmm. it. Why are we hiding it? You know? Yeah. So, yeah, there's got to be something wrong there. I don't know if it's below the pants. But like, you know, maybe he has like a third nipple or something. But yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. Like um, he was on the Joe Rogan experience once and he was talking and he was saying how he has just like all these ideas in his head and they just like won't stop. So it's like it's almost like um, maybe it's sort of like a mental illness where he has Sounds these ideas like in his head. <laughs> yeah. But if he doesn't express them, it kind of like eats them up. Cause I have something that's mildly similar where if I don't do something that feels like artistic, like it's the main reason I do this podcast, it feels like I like it, it's like, it's almost like if I don't express myself either through this or drawing or something or building something with my hands, then it's like, I get a feedback 
and it like it makes me like anxious and i feel like pent up and it's like all that stuff Mm -hmm. so it's like so doing the podcast is cathartic so maybe he has something where it's like he has all these ideas and if he doesn't like make stuff or get these ideas through to like fruition then maybe it all backs up and he like can't basically like can't sleep at night that makes sense maybe or maybe he's planning on like you know sending only a few of us to mars where he's going to colonize the new mars and then like Mm -hmm. it's going to be elon's rules and it's going to be like that show (laughs) the expanse or whatever like that's what i think is probably going to happen and it's going to be like because like what are you going to do you can't police mars like once you go there it's just like it's going to be some sex colony for sure like Uh i don't know yeah. What are you trying to sell Mars? Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I bet if it turned into a sex colony, a lot more people would be like, yeah, I'll go to Mars. Dude, if there's they, no way. Like, there's no way it's not going to be like, oh, yeah. Just, just use logic with it. It's like they're going to show up and they're going to be like, mm-hmm. well, there's 12 of you and there's six of you. And I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. fucking we're going to be doing double shifts. So let's go. Like, that's basically <laughs> what's going to happen for sure. Okay. I'll ask you a question. This well, we're gonna we're gonna end soon. I don't want to hold you all night. But okay. now that we're talking about Mars, mm-hmm. if you had the chance to go to Mars and start a colony, like mm-hmm. beginning, like you're just gonna go up there and you're like gonna set up the machines or whatever. You can't mm-hmm. come back to Earth. Would you go? No, not even close. Oh, I man. would, dude. I wouldn't be the like. You don't want to be the first guy to go. You want to be like the fucking like maybe yeah. the maybe the third million person to go that's what you want to, like like do you know how many fucking things can go wrong between that's one true. and three million like yeah that's, dude the shuttle only holds like 30 <laughs> <laughs> by the time you get to three million I, I, i'm thinking like in my head that there's got to be like you know ejection protocols and shit like what if halfway through they're just like Oh, it turns out all your blood types, uh, we already have that at the colony. So uh, we're just going to depressurize the cabin now. Oh, and then, they, you know, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. there's no rules. You just hope for the best. It's like humanity mm-hmm. at its worst. You just hope for the best. Yeah, I guess it would be like the first settlers who were like, when they're in Europe, they're like, hey, we found this new land like the Mayflower, whatever that was. They're like, do you want to go? And they're like, yeah. oh, what's it look like? And they're like, well, we don't know. It's like, there's yeah. dirt and then like people just Somebody like, painted it that's what they, they yeah. had like a painting they're like it looks kind of like this really yeah. that's fucking crazy and it's kind of similar because there's no way they were going back i mean i guess they could have turned around and gone back but it would be like if someone gave you a painting of mars and like you want to go Dude. i mean i would be like yeah sure <laughs> this is exactly it like everyone yeah. thinks it's going to be like matt damon but it's not. It's gonna be. It's, it's gonna be way worse than that. It's gonna be like Matt Damon. Like it's not gonna be like the Martian Matt Damon. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it'll be like they think they're getting like Matt Damon, but they just get all the same Puritans who came over like to yeah. to, to America first that were just like, well, Europe won't let us have all these religious crazy rules and weird stuff that we want. So we're going to Mars where we can wear belt buckles on our hats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, just think about that process, even just to be selected. That means that someone with enough money and power thinks that you're suitable for that. Like, I'd just mm-hmm. be weary of that right away. I'd be like, uh, 
<laughs> no, I'm all good. I think I'm going to watch Netflix here. <laughs> Just yeah. chill. It, would be, it would be like, they think I'm good enough, but I feel like if they looked into my past a little harder, then they would take it back. Yeah. It would be like, it would be like if you were applying for the job and they only called like your first two good references and they didn't get just like look on your employment history and just start calling the people you used to work for. Look at this guy has two references. I, I'd be happy to have a reference. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I, I, uh, I honestly, um, I have to say it'd be pretty intriguing to go, but there's no fucking way I would go. There's mm. no way. No, I would go. You would go. It would be like, now, why would you go like to make a legacy <sighs> moment? No, I feel like it would just be an adventure. You do, wouldn't want to turn down. Cause it's like, you Do don't you know the get... names of the people that died in the Challenger explosion? Do you know what um, I mean? Like, I don't know those names. And like, that there... was like a monumental moment in history. Yeah. But, but you do know, you do know Armstrong walked on the moon. You do know, like, hmm, maybe mm. there is something to that. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Could you imagine every, every person in grade four learns about Dale DeRuiter and the impact he had on colonizing Mars? I mean, the only problem is I don't really have, I don't, I'm not an expertise in anything that would help. It was like, I grew up on a farm, but I don't remember how to do that. I'm an okay welder. I'm not like, like to the level of metallurgy and where like, you could like super specifically good welder. And it's oh, like, you don't know space welding yet. Well, come on, yeah. man, fucking get on it. <laughs> like I wouldn't win a welding competition where they're like, well, this rocket ship together and i'd be like eh, okay so i don't know there wouldn't be a reason they'd pick me is what i'm trying to say and not feel too bad about myself okay i'll tell you what to make you feel yeah. good mm-hmm. if i was in charge of the program yeah i'd, I'd pick you oh thanks jb yeah it's a lot <laughs> I, would. I would i definitely would and i you know why nice. and it's not because we know each other it's because mm-hmm. i think you're qualified and and uh and it's a dream of yours and i want to help you reach it <laughs> right that's good and you like and you know it's like if he dies in space he's okay with it because he was in space and that's cool that's okay because we got three million left to go that's what yeah, i would think exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right let's wrap this stuff up so right. um we talked about your stuff at the beginning of the podcast but before we were talking or before we started podcasting, you're, you got some projects upcoming. If people want to look at your face, talk some more you got oh, yeah. some podcasts coming, some tell us um, thingy. Yeah. I think uh, you talked about that last time. Didn't you? You're on um, tell us thing. I, I vaguely remember. I it. was actually, so I was a guest on this show called nightcap and mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's uh, it's on tell us and uh, tell like, it's on channel 710, I believe. So it's on. like the. It's basically Wayne's world with rappers. Like, oh, the nice. Guys, yeah. So the two guys I hosted, Bobby and Joey, um, they had me on the show. And then like after I guessed it on the show, they hit me up and were like, hey, I think you should be involved in the show. You know, like you should probably help us do the show. So like nice. now I'm I'm in like a directorial capacity. And so I'm like directing the show and producing and uh yeah it's a it's a trip we've had pretty cool guests lately we had you know former playboy models and horror direct directors and uh 
uh, karate kid champions. Like it's pretty cool. I, I think um, people really appreciate it and it's awesome. And it's not just local it's we're all around, you know, Canada right now. So if you go, if you have TELUS, that's cool. But if you don't, you can also watch it on YouTube, just, uh, just YouTube uh, nightcap and uh, it should pop up pretty quick. Is this the real reason you don't want to go to Mars? You're scared. They'll put you in charge. <laughs> yeah yeah so like if, if i went like in a, i was a guest just for like a little bit they're like we maybe yeah. you should be running this thing i was like no that's that's a problem yeah yeah you're like so when's the rocket back and they're like well funny story you did so good you're not going back you're exactly. charged now and you're yeah. like i knew i shouldn't have come Damn yeah, did I win? yeah that, i'd be yeah. I, i'd be so disturbed like did i did I win something? This is so strange. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, well, it's like a lottery, but it's that horror story you read in grade nine instead of the good one where we give you money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate letting me chat about Nightcat though. But yeah, if you guys are oh, hey, no problem. interested in uh in anything, uh, you know, my music is uh my my ultra passion and and chatless is like like I said earlier, it's growing every day. So I'd love for people listening. If, if you want to be a part of that, that'd be awesome. And uh, yeah, check it out. We're, we're streaming everywhere. Check out Nobody from Nowhere with Nothing. That's uh, the newest album out right now. I think you guys will love it. I love it. So uh, it's got Dale's seal of approval if that's yes. uh, if you guys care about that or not. Um, other than that, anything else you want to plug? Uh, just that Outrage Factory is one of my favorite shows. I love guesting on the show. Hey! I think this is my third time back. So yeah, this is yeah, uh, nice. super awesome. I'm having You're fun. welcome anytime. It's oh, always dude. good. And I'm, I'm when you do research here. on the fly, when we're just bullshit about stuff, <laughs> that's what gets you to be one of our favorite guests. Yeah, it's stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> I, look, I'm no passenger, Dale. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm oh, fully nice. on. Yeah. I'm engaged. You know, I'm, there's I'm a reason guy. people ask you to take over being in charge. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just like, you know, I, I, at first I was like, what are you asking me? Like I had asked like three times. It took him a week. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Um, you could find us on Twitter, Outrage Fact Pod. You could find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Outrage Fact Pod, Gmail, Outrage Fact Pod at gmail.com. Um, on TikTok, if you're one of those people, it's just me. I do it on my personal account because I love your I love your TikToks. It's so perfect for this oh, format. Thanks. Honestly, it's honestly so good. Just snag them with a minute of content. You do so good with that, man. I really. Oh, it. thanks. Yeah, yeah I just boy. find a good punchline and then I like put like the yeah TikToks almost like I guess it's like what Twitter was for writing jokes way back in the day where it was like you had to boil it down to something that was funny without any like you had to cut away all the fat. Characters. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. TikTok's kind of like that where it's like you had time for like one like because it has to be shorter than a minute so it'll be like just a little nugget and I usually do two per episode and that's just Dale DeRuiter at TikTok um yeah it's, it's funny because I started because I had my own Twitter or my own TikTok and I was just like going through and looking at stuff and I was like oh I'll just throw off and then I was like, I wonder if these would work. Like, and so I started doing that. And then once I started doing, it, I was like, well, I've already started it. I might as well just keep doing it. So I've been doing that on there. And Love that's it, why it's my personal TikTok and not like an outrage factory TikTok. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, dude, I love it. I, I honestly think it's smart, <laughs> smart move. Oh, thanks, dude. And uh, until next time, stay angry. Yeah. Love it. <laughs>